Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas, and this week we are talking about The Punishers. That's right, Punisher from 89, The Punisher from 2004, and Punisher Warzone from 2008. Why? Because I hate myself. That's why. Also, it was revealed that The Punisher is returning in Daredevil Born Again, which is going to be on Disney+. Plus. Uh, John Bernthal once again playing The Punisher from the Netflix series uh, Daredevil and um, The Punisher, which I haven't seen the second season of Punisher. I will start this off by saying I, Punisher is not my character. I've never been a big Punisher guy. Uh, I don't have anything against it. I just didn't want to really read his stuff. Like The character just didn't really appeal to me all that much, even though I made him constantly on the SmackDown games. But um, I have been in kind of a mood of watching the old Marvel movies, the pre-MCU movies, not just Marvel, but just kind of the superhero movies from the early 2000s and even late 90s because I watched Blade. Um, you know, the movie that just kind of kicked kicked things off. Like, I didn't know Blade was a Marvel movie when it came out. I didn't know that for a while, actually. I didn't realize he was a, a Marvel hero. Um, when that did really well... Uh, then they went with the other Marvel property, which was X-Men. And then they went Spider-Man. And, and then it took off from there. And we've just seen Ant-Man 3. You know, like it's crazy that it kind of really kicked off with Blade and then went on. But in the middle there, there was the Punisher. And everything that, that came out, every superhero movie that came out, you had to go see. Because it was like, we didn't have movies like this for a long time. It was always just Batman. You know, there were Superman movies in the 70s and 80s. And then there was the Batmans. And there's a few here and there. Punisher was one of them. They did the Punisher from 1989 with Dolph Lundgren. Didn't have a skull. The staple of the Punisher. And uh, so I never saw that one. I thought it looked dumb. Even though I liked Dolph Lundgren from Rocky IV and He-Man. I loved He-Man. I loved He-Man like the cartoon. And I just told myself I loved the movie until I got older and I watched it again. I was like, what the hell is this? But I've never seen the Punisher... 89 until today actually and I, I will just say I did not watch it in the best circumstances I watched a version of it on YouTube the video quality wasn't great but it's not streaming anywhere it was okay the video quality movie the video quality was better than the actual movie I think uh, I was intrigued by it because I like Louis Gossett Jr. who's in a lot of movies I liked in the 80s he was in Punisher he plays kind of a cop that knew Frank Castle uh, back when he had family, and and then um, he's followed the Punisher as he's been murdering, uh, you know, bad guys and uh, the mobsters, different mob families. He's just been mowing through them for five years or so. Or no, that's the later movie. But same thing. It, Punisher does the exact same thing. Uh, Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher. <laughs> the less he talks, the better. He has the look for the Punisher, but his hair is very dyed jet black and he's got like stubble but that also looks dyed it looked like Hulk Hogan you know when he was Hollywood Hulk Hogan it kind of looked like that um the movie itself it's not great it's just kind of a low budget 80s action movie which I have a ton of those and I enjoy those but this one wasn't like campy or dumb enough to really be that good and I thought I would like it because actually as it goes on uh you know he kills like a, a, a mob guy in the beginning 
and then like the dude's son comes back to help, you know, run the family, and then the yakuza show up, and I'm like, ooh, the yakuza, the Japanese mafia, like that's kind of cool, including them, and they end up kidnapping all of the mobsters' kids, and then uh, and basically kill the mobsters. And in in that time, also Punisher's going and you know killing people and then getting kidnapped. Punisher gets captured a couple times in the movie, like a lot easier than you think. And he's also living in a sewer, like a Ninja Turtle. And they show his lair twice, uh, all the way. And every time, I think it's the same shot of going into his lair. He's just sitting there naked, meditating. Like Punisher, what are you, what are you doing, man? Why are you doing that? Uh, otherwise, he gets around in his uh, motorcycle through the sewers which is kind of fun, sort of had a weird, like, kind of had a weird Ninja Turtle vibe, honestly. I don't know, Dolph Lundgren's not the not the greatest actor in the world. He definitely looked the part, um, but it wasn't great. The movie is pretty basic until, like, the end gets really dark, where the Punisher has to work with the mobster to get the kids back and to fight the Yakuza and get rid of them. And at first I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. It's going to be, like, the head of the mafia with the Punisher taking on ninjas but instead they just burst into the room and <laughs> shoot everyone with machine guns and kill them all immediately I was like oh that wasn't what i was expecting there's a funny part where they're chasing some guys down a hallway and they're on the other side of like this these paper walls uh, the mobster guys on one punishes on the other and they're shooting back and forth killing everybody i'm like you're gonna kill yourselves what the heck are you thinking somehow they don't i was really surprised uh, but the ending gets really dark. We're like, the mob guy is on his knees because the Yakuza lady, the main Yakuza lady, uh, is like, get down on your knees and put the gun in your mouth. And the ki- his kid's standing there. And I'm like, are they, is he going to blow his head off like right now in front of his kid? Because that is messed up. Of course not. Punisher jumps in and saves the day. But then there's this nice little twist where the mob guy's like, all right, well, I got my kid back. Now I'm going to kill you because you're the Punisher and you're going to kill me if I don't. And they're, like, fighting in front of this kid. And then the kid watches the Punisher kill the dad. And then the kid grabs the gun like he's going to kill the Punisher. Punisher's like, do it. Like, kill me. Just do it now. Faster the better. I'm like, this is taking a really dark turn. What is happening? Uh, and that was really the only thing I liked in the movie. Otherwise, it was kind of dumb. There wasn't as much uh, Punisher and Louis Gossett Jr. as I would have liked. Because, uh, like I said, I like Louis Gossett Jr. in a lot of things. But... Yeah, I'm, I'm not upset I didn't grow up watching this movie. It wasn't very good. It was kind of, like he had some giant guns occasionally, and that's what I always imagine the Punisher having. Uh, but I can see why the Punisher then disappeared for like, you know, 15 years before they would attempt to do it again. Uh, no Punisher skull really hurt the movie, too, I think. Like, had he been wearing the classic skull on his chest, it might have been better, but he didn't have it. So it was a real bummer. I, I was really disappointed in that. But I'll tell you who did. Thomas freaking Jane in 2004's The Punisher. On April 16th, a man with nothing to live for. We're really sorry about your family. Will become a hero. Don't let your memories kill you. They can't kill me. I'm already dead. With everything to fight for. Those who do evil to others will come to know me well. Now, in this movie, I remember even in the previews, I don't know, I didn't know a lot about The Punisher. 
The one thing that I do know about the Punisher is he's in New York and he fights mobsters. And in this, in all the previews, he's on vacation and he's in a very brightly lit location. Looks like Florida. And he's fighting John Travolta. Who I believe is a mobster, so that works out. Um, but that is kind of the case. Like the the movie starts with Thomas Jane on a undercover mission. A guy gets killed and ends up actually being John Travolta's son, Howard Saint, I believe is his name. And so he he needs to get revenge. So they think that uh, the guy, they think Thomas Jane's dead. He's not. He decides to retire. And it's weird because when you first see him, he's blonde because he's you know undercover. So then I assume. They re-dyed his hair black because it, it looks like dyed black hair, which I know it is because Thomas Jane doesn't. Thomas Jane is actually blonde. Again, they keep hiring blondes to be Punisher. It's real weird. Uh, but he's with his entire family uh, for his retirement party. Roy Scheider from Jaws, who I totally forgot, uh, plays his dad in this. And his wife is Samantha Mathis, who was uh, Princess Daisy from the Mario Brothers movie. I always like that idea. And they are all on a big family vacation. They've got a son. And then literally, John Travolta finds out that it was Frank Castle that was responsible for his son dying. So him and his wife say, all right, we'll just kill them all. So they kill his entire family. His entire family. And uh, it's a pretty brutal assault on their uh, reunion. That's why I don't go to family reunions. You never know what's going to happen. Earlier that morning, the son gives him a shirt that's got the skull on it. He's like, oh, I saw it. I thought you'd like it. I'm like, that... That's an easy way to explain the skull, I guess. Uh, but they get ran over on a dock by this big truck that's chasing them. And then all of a sudden, Thomas Jane's like behind him trying to catch up. And then the truck's gone. I'm like, where the where the hell did that truck go? Then it, it turns around at the top. So it must be a like a boardwalk that goes all the way around or something. But I was a little bummed. I, not that I like to see people get run over. But like they cut out right when I thought, you know, you were going to see the the people get ran over and then you don't see him ever again. I'm like, oh, it's Punisher. Punisher's always super violent and gross. Like, let's see some stuff. And they, they always kind of cut away in this movie. Um, but overall, like, I like Thomas Jane as Frank Castle, as the Punisher. I don't think this movie is that strong, though. Like I said, Punisher usually dark city, New York, that type of situation, fighting the entire mafia. In this one, it's literally just one guy, John Travolta, and his henchman. Will Patton plays one of his henchmen, his best friend. I like him. Laura Haring uh, is, is his wife. She's in um, Mulholland Drive is the thing I've seen her in and this. And uh, she's kind of just as vicious as John Travolta is. But you only get, like, uh, glimpses of it here and there. And, God, the way they leave Thomas Jane for dead, I don't know how he lived. Like, there's no logical explanation of how he lived from the assault that he gets. I mean, he gets, like, shot in the chest. He gets shot all over the place. And then he gets blown up. But he... He shakes it off, comes back, and he's got this long, scraggly beard. He looks like Tom Hanks from uh, Castaway. And one of the things that still exists when he comes back is the shirt with the skull on it. But then he finds out, you know, who did it, Howard Saint. So he tracks him down. The dude lives in Florida. He moves into this, like, apartment building with these uh, kooky, quirky neighbors, played by Rebecca Romaine. She's, like, the main... Not She's not a love interest. Like, she's close to a love interest, but they never really go that far uh spacker dave is another one of the neighbors played by ben foster who's a really really good actor like a lot of the people in this are actually pretty decent like i i like a lot of the people in the movie john panay is a comedian who passed away he plays a, a character named bumpo and he's a little, little bit bigger uh but they're like these weird kind of 
wacky neighbors that he lives with. They're kind of lost, lost causes, lost souls in this apartment building. And it just feels like it's a sitcom. And all this stuff with John Travolta and his family feels like it's a soap opera because he has suspicions about his wife that Punisher kind of makes him think that uh, the wife is cheating with his best friend, but his best friend's actually gay. Like, doesn't this sound like a soap opera? And it all takes place in Florida. Like, it's this movie's so strange with the, the tones because sometimes it's really serious and violent and brutal, and other times it's very silly. Like, whenever there's assassins, whenever they send assassins, like, there's one assassin that is basically Johnny Cash that sings <laughs> that sings <laughs> Frank Castle's song and then tries to run him off the road and shoot him like it's the Fast and the Furious. And the Punisher kills him by shooting him with a, uh, like, a switchblade, but the blade doesn't come out. It just it shoots at him. Uh, pretty easy to take the guy down. Um but it's weird because he sings him a song. It's like, what movie is this? And then Kevin Nash from Wrestling, former world champion, basically everywhere he's ever been, he plays this character called the Russian who's in a very bright, like, sailor-looking shirt. Like, it's red and white striped, and he's huge with this bright blonde hair, and he's throwing the Punisher around and, like, smashing his gun. And the Punisher looks at his gun like, what? With this, like, comedy look on his face. It's so strange. And then it gets back to the Travolta side of things, and it's just a soap opera again. There's this weird scene where he wants to play, uh, not play, but he's going to have like a duel with a, with a knife. It's like a standoff with his best friend who he thinks is sleeping with his wife. And he does this whole speech, and John Travolta's just playing it all very big. Thomas Jane's very neutral throughout the whole thing, like, he gets angry, and that's about his only emotion. Like, a little happy here and there. Punisher's not a happy person, so I wouldn't expect him to be super cheery. But then there's these weird comedic moments, and then it gets really dark and violent again towards the end. Uh, like, Punisher leaves John Travolta's son, who's stuck uh, at a desk with, a, a like, a mine in his hand that's hanging up, and he's like, don't let it fall. And then later you hear it explode, and... It, uh, I don't know. It's just this weird mesh of a bunch of different things that I think they wanted to do, and there's a bunch of styles in it, and there's a bunch of just weird, conflicting tones to the movie, I think. And it, I don't think it totally works. I do have a nostalgia-like for the movie. Nostalgia-like, not love uh, for the movie. And I do think Thomas Jane is actually really good as the character of Frank Castle and The Punisher. I just don't know if he ever got to make the movie he wanted to make, and it was kind of a bummer. And he really easily, once he gets to Travolta, it's a really easy, he just basically shoots him and then has him dragged away in a car. And there's explosions that he sets off. And it it's a, it's the Punisher's skull on fire. And it's like, well, I've kind of seen that before. That was sort of a staple of superhero movies at that point. We got to have a flaming logo. It's very, very important. Uh, but, I mean, they set up for more Punisher. And then it just didn't happen. Like, they tried. And then the script that they were working on, which I think ended up becoming... Uh, Punisher Warzone was very over the top, very campy, and Thomas Jane thought it was a bit too much, and he left. He left the project and didn't didn't want to do it. So they got Ray Stevenson to be the new Punisher for Punisher Warzone, which came out in 2008. This deal is going down tonight. Somebody has to punish the corrupt. On December 5th. Oh, 
Ray Stevenson is the Punisher. Punisher War Zone. This is just the beginning. Rated R. In theaters everywhere December 5th. You know what? This one is extremely over the top. Like all that violence that I wanted to see in Punisher 2004 is in this movie. Like literally all of it. He's shooting people with rockets. He's shooting faces off. Uh, he cooks, literally cooks a guy, like the main bad guy in the end, cooks him over a fire with like a, a spear stabbed through him. And he's just laying there on fire. Like it's a pretty brutal movie. Uh, I like Ray Stevenson as Frank Castle in The Punisher. I think Thomas Jane's a little bit better, but this is very much like, you know what? Punisher's already been going. He's, this is, I think they're saying he's been killing mob families for five years. And uh, during one of them, uh, Dominic West, who's in The Wire, it's great in The Wire. He's in a bunch of stuff. He plays a character named Billy, a, a mob person. Deal goes bad. Punisher busts it all up. He falls in a, like a glass breaker thing. And his face gets all cut up and his like face is basically gone. They have to piece it back together. So now he's a villain named Jigsaw, which I do know is a, a villain in the, uh, he is Punisher's, I think, main villain. And other than the mob. And he's got a, an insane brother named Looney Bin Jim. That's the kind of movie we're working on. Y- you get this. Like, this one's like, you know what? We're going to go comic book, like old school. This movie felt like this was in 2008. It felt like it should have been early 90s. This should have been like the sequel to the Dolph Lundgren one. It's that over the top and campy. I mean, the gore is insane in this movie. Doug Hutchison, who I know from Lost, is also kind of a skeezy person real life uh he looks like he's having a ball playing looney bin jim and dominic west once he becomes jigsaw i mean they're basically two-face and the riddler they're almost that far like they're not that far but they're pretty close to being that far julie benz is also in it she plays the wife of a, a undercover cop that punisher accidentally kills when he has the battle with uh billy before he becomes jigsaw and he, he feels really bad about um, killing the guy because he was a good guy and not part of the mob. So he uh, he goes to take her and her daughter money to, you know, survive. And they don't want anything to do with it. And um, eventually Jigsaw goes to that family and kidnaps them. And Punisher, who thinks he's done with everything, has to go back and save the day. Wayne Knight plays uh, from Seinfeld. He plays one of Castle's helpers, one of his, like, his gun guy, he's got he's got intel for him a lot, too. There's also a couple cops that help him out. Uh, Martin Soap, played by Dash Mahawk. He is, uh, he's like the the cop that, he's like Mulder from X-Files. But instead of aliens, it's Punisher. He only deals in Punisher. And he gives Punisher tips here and there. He kind of helps him a little bit. And then there's a higher-up uh, named Paul Bodansky, who's such a higher-up cop name. Uh, played by Colin Solomon, who I believe is in... Uh, Arrow, at least in the first season or first couple seasons. Um, and they both kind of help Punisher as the movie gets going. Um, but it, it's just him. It's just Punisher really murdering the hell out of everybody. And I had a lot of fun with, with how violent this movie is. That's really all it is. I mean, like from a deep story level, there's really nothing there. I think Punisher from 2004 tries to do that more. This is more in line with the 80s one. However, I think this does everything better. The skull's there. Uh, the violence is there. Ray Stevenson looks like you'd imagine Punisher to look like. 
And I gotta, I gotta say, as far as enjoying the movie and thinking it was a more cohesive theme and tone and um, pacing, I think this one is better than the 2004 movie, which is a, it's a hot take. I admit, this is a hot take. This one didn't do nearly as well. And but this one, and I, it's funny because I thought Warzone had a smaller budget than the Punisher from 2004. I was wrong. Punisher from 2004 was 33 million. That's how much it costs, roughly, I guess. And this one was 35. So it's not like a lot more, but it's it's a bigger budget. But I thought like this seems like a lower budget. Although the makeup and all the effects, I think, is probably where the budget went because it looks pretty good when they're you know blowing people into pieces and blood spraying everywhere and heads are flying off. If you like that sort of thing, this movie's for you. I don't know that I'll ever rewatch the Lundgren one. I I might. This one I might rewatch, but you know the for nostalgia, I like the 2004 Thomas Jane one. And I wish Thomas Jane would have had a chance to make a better Punisher movie cuz I felt like that one was all over the place. Where this one it's like we know what we want to do. Like the director Lexi Alexander wanted to bring the ridiculous high violence of the comic books to the screen. And that's exactly what this movie is. This one knows exactly the Punisher movie it wants to make. And it succeeds in that way. So I I think it's my favorite of the Punisher movies. That said, I don't think any of them are that great. If you're going to watch a Punisher, watch a John Bernthal Punisher. Whether it's season one of, of the show... Uh, whether it's when he was in Daredevil, which I thought was the best. Um, and I, I can't say anything about season two because I haven't seen season two, but I'll probably watch it at some point. But I like that he's coming back because I thought John Bernthal was, he was the most well-rounded Punisher out of all of them. But uh, I think I'm done now talking about Punisher forever. I don't, I like I said, it's not my guy. And for some reason I just got into this mode. It's like when I decided to watch all the Tremors, it was just like, I don't know, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch all the Tremors and talk about them. Like, all right, I'll watch all three Punisher movies. Thank God I didn't say, like, I'm going to watch all three Punisher movies and the shows again. That would have been way too much. But I will say, if 2004's Punisher would have been a TV show, it would have been a different story. Because it feels like it's the beginning of a series with the wacky neighbors and the kind of soap opery type of acting. It felt like I was watching a show. Which is funny because I've seen the Punisher show and it's so much better and nothing like that. But, you know, hopefully... Punisher's return with Daredevil on Disney will be... I can't even believe I just said those words. I can't wait to see what that's like. Fingers crossed he shoots Goofy in the face. The Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production.